0: Hi, Welcome to Catholic Family Stories. My name is Cecilia Pearl. I was named after St. Cecilia and the Pearl of Great Price from Matthew 13. Today, I am so happy to introduce you to the story that my daddy wrote for me on my first communion. To help me, I have two beautiful flowers joining me. My sister, Christiana Rose. Hi, everyone. My name means Christ Rose. And my cousin, Maria Fioretta. Hi, I'm so excited to be on the podcast. My name means the little flower of Mary. Families are like lovely rose bushes. We are all connected together. Well, we could get pretty thorny. And we bloom in the light of truth and grace. Fortunately, we are all nourished by one thing. Hot cocoa? No, my dear sister Rose, something much better. Jesus, he makes my heart bloom. Jesus, for real, in the Eucharist. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. Yep, Jesus, the treasure that makes us treasures. Each time I receive the Eucharist, it feels like a life achievement. I just want to keep receiving him more and more. Nothing can keep me from him or Mary the perfect rose that gives him to us I am so happy to share with you today our story Cecilia Pearl and the Tea Rose by my daddy Joseph Scudado.
1: Once upon a time Not too long ago Maybe even today there lived a beautiful little girl named cecilia pearl pearl was aptly named for despite her small size she was incredibly precious she was one of those children that possessed the rare magnificence of a hidden interior life additionally she was commonly regarded as sweet exceptionable in wit and quite accomplished as far as nine-year-olds go indeed she did excel at her studies as well as whichever endeavor she set her mind to however it was in the hidden residence of her heart the pearl within the pearl where her greatness shimmered in short hers was a prayerful soul What is a prayerful child? Certainly, Cecilia attended to her prayers like any other of her age. She prayed with her parents in the morning and evening. She prayed alongside her siblings at Meals, Rosary, and Holy Mass. She could recite many of the prayers, even more difficult ones from memory. But there was that something about Cecilia which went unnoticed by even her closest playmates and this secret i will tell you now cecilia's soul never stopped praying now this doesn't mean that she would awkwardly recite the meal grace prayer while she chewed her food or shouted out the saint michael prayer while doing arithmetic though she might what it meant was that her soul was like a flower, always growing, yearning, opening its petals and stretching heavenward, aching upward, inclined towards the sunshine of grace. She was fundamentally happy, being nourished by the continual and gentle rain of her baptism, whose waters kept her soul's soil soft and nourishing. A playful breeze often rushed upon this flower fluttering its petals in a dance it instinctively called great hope this was in fact the great call quickened within the womb of silence God's yearning made words of breath for love of her Cecilia's soul understood the words prayer is a conversation with god if this is not the case for you then you either are not listening or talking too much for this reason it is usually easier for a child instead of a theologian to become a great mystic there are less weeds it will remain as such from your childhood as well if you take special care to tend to your soul's garden, and only allow soil for that which the great sower plants." Now Cecilia's parents thought slightly different of her. They were convinced she was some sort of human sweet white filling, the kind one would find in the middle of a sandwich cookie. You would understand what I mean if you ever saw Cecilia around her parents, when they attempted to reach out to each other in an embrace. The little pearl was never willing to miss a chance to become buried treasure in the oyster surround of their love. In fact, she made it her happy duty to ensure her parents' hands were always grasped in each other's and their embrace encircled around her, particularly during Holy Mass. Cecilia Pearl's parents loved their gem very much god loved her even more now i shall tell you god's secret many years ago in anticipation of her life the creator great father of all planted a mystical rose bush in the wood behind her home since it's planting It had thrived and grown quite large, the size of a great mansion. However, being mystical, no one ever saw how really huge it was. God waited patiently, age upon age, for the right day to present it to her. Finally, the day had come the great call rushed and whistled through creation in a great gust and swept the normality of the summer afternoon away in a heartstruck.
0: Cecilia, would you be a dear and please gather some flowers for the table? I believe there is a nice rose bush just inside the wood in the back.
1: Cecilia's mother smiled fondly recalling the first moment she came upon the roses herself. They would be a fitting gift for her daughter.
0: A rose bush? I did not know that there was a rose bush in the wood,
1: replied Cecilia incredulously.
0: Yes, it must have been there even before we began living here. Oh, it really is amazing how it has survived in the wild so long. Poor thing. I'm sure, though, it needs some watering, pruning, and weeding.
1: Cecilia's grin gleamed broad upon her smooth, thin face, plumping her cheeks upward in a joyful blush. Her exceptionally large, round eyes sparkled like twin jewels, fastened in the fine setting of her beaming countenance. There were three things that she liked more than anything. Adventuring... Gardening, and the voice of the great call that was already heaving at her heart in a mysterious excitement.
0: Oh, my heart! Yes! I will take great care of it! Thank you! Thank you! I can't wait to find it!
1: The little pearl paused to give her mother a hearty hug, and then our dear one raced out the rear door. Her mother watched from the back window as Cecilia plunged into the woods just out of view. Cecilia found it almost immediately, as her mother had said, on the edge of the wood. But no, this wasn't a little rose bush. Thousands of roses bloomed in full before her. The spectacular array of red flowers that, along with an intricate network of thorny branches, seemed to form the roof siding and structure of a magnificent Brambly mansion.
0: Why? It's it's glorious
1: Cecilia exclaimed before she could begin to wonder why she had not seen it before. The floral scent encircled her and set a sweetness upon her heart that was like being in her parents' embrace. With a sigh she exclaimed
0: I shall call you loveliness."
1: Her gaze slowly moved across the bush, drinking in the beauty as a bee might have drank of its nectar. She paused at a group of roses that appeared to be sprouted from a singular strong branch. They reminded her of her family. She spoke aloud, knowing God was listening.
0: Oh look, that one looks like Nicholas. And there's Emily and Christiana, Mary-Kate-Anne.
1: She named a rose for each of her siblings. There were two tall ones from which the sibling flowers branched from that reminded her of her parents, for their stems seemed inseparably intertwined, and the taller one leaned towards the other in a kiss. Hmm, she thought.
0: Now, where am I?
1: The expression on her face momentarily mimicked that of a kid detective taking on a new case. She gave herself a quick pinch and giggled.
0: Oh, silly, here I am.
1: Cecilia bent over to sniff the parent roses and gave each one a gentle kiss. The little pearl smiled at the thought of coming back each day to water her family to give them refreshment. It was then she noticed a few weeds at the base of the bush and jumped down on her hands and knees. Digging her fingers into the dirt, she began to pull them and, just like her mother, lost herself in the care of it.
0: Oh dear! Look, Lord, there's more of these awful weeds further in!
1: She crawled deeper under the lower branches, scooting her body toward the base of the rose bed. In her enthusiastic caretaking, she disregarded the pricks and cuts delivered by the thorns of the roses as they tore at her pretty summer dress and even scratched and cut at her own delicate skin. She pressed forward in her impassioned adventure to care for the flowers she called her family. Here she found an incredible secret, for deep in the heart of the bed of roses, grew a small, wonderful rose from which all the other roses on the bush seemed to branch from. It was so perfect and dainty. Cecilia exclaimed in astonishment,
0: You must be the secret mother of this rosewood and its flowers, oh my heart!
1: The pearl instantly cherished this little rose above all the others.
0: Why, there are no weeds about you, my dear Mother Rose. You are a most beautiful mystery.
1: Cecilia crawled closer to the ground and squeezed her body in closer to examine the Mother Rose further. She turned her head up toward the mystical flower.
0: That's strange. You seem a bit larger than I had thought.
1: She scrunched her body a little more to make herself small enough to get even closer. Again, she looked up at the flower after scooting a few more inches toward it.
0: Why, you were actually very large.
1: She could almost touch it. She closed her eyes, inhaled, and scooted a few more inches.
0: That should do it.
1: With eyes still shut, she sensed that she had entered a little hollow in the bush since the poking and prickling of the branches seemed to have given away. She opened her eyes and stood upright in the hollow, gasping in surprise.
0: Oh, my heart!
1: What once seemed to be a tiny flower from a few feet away was actually larger than herself.
0: Why, your petals are large enough to walk into.
1: And so she did. She entered into the circling labyrinth that would lead to the beautiful, perfect heart of the Mother Rose. She walked further, the path spiraling before her. Occasionally she would stop, being overwhelmed with joy. The lovely fragrance enlivened her soul, She inhaled deeply.
0: Great Hope, is this your home?
1: Great Hope rushed about her and nearly lifted her up in a cradle hold to carry her further in.
0: All right,
1: she smiled.
0: I'm coming, I'm coming.
1: The soft petal walls closed further in with each step, tenderly squeezing her in a mother's embrace and directing her gait deeper toward the secret chamber of the rose's heart. She found just enough room in the passageway where two petals met to twirl herself about, dancing in the joy of being surrounded by so much perfect loveliness. Deeper and deeper she went. As she did, the maze of petals gently opened, guided and lifted her feet along the way
0: my heart I hardly need a walk now
1: the pollen from the petals coated her in a light glitter healing her recent wounds even mending the tears on her dress she herself took on the roses light and sweet fragrance Cecilia smiled her figure was soft and iridescent from the pollen
0: who knew a rose could have a pearl Oh, my heart!
1: The petals gently squeezed her in silent affirmation. She so much enjoyed the caring embrace of the Mother Rose, she almost forgot to think what she might find at its center. Now she wondered.
0: Perhaps there will be a beautiful chamber just big enough for me.
1: She imagined herself setting service for tea at a table in the hidden chamber.
0: Oh dear, Mother Rose, I would like very much to share tea with you.
1: She reached out her arms to brush through the last inner petal wall and entered the inner chamber.
0: Oh my heart!
1: Cecilia exclaimed.
0: What is this?
1: Before her lay the tea service just as she had imagined. The presentation of cups and plates were made of fine and exquisitely polished gold arranged on a pure white table linen. They were not like the china in her own set, though as fine as the service was, her attention did not dwell at all upon it. For laying upon the center platter where she thought a tea cake would be, Was an astoundingly beautiful, living heart. Cecilia's eyes teared. The beautiful heart seemed to be entwined in a nest of thorns. However, despite the injuries the heart sustained, it continued to beat fervently. Each beat was strong, and Cecilia mystically knew that each beat throbbed specifically for love of her the heart glowed like a silent ember hues of red orange light danced about it as cecilia moved closer the heart seemed to like her presence for the closer she moved to it the more it glowed until finally a flame burst around it The flame did not burn away the thorns, nor harm the heart. It was evident that she had entered the special and sacred residence of the Flaming Heart. It called to her not to back away in fear,
2: but to come closer and dine with him. Come, my dear sweet Cecilia, come and sit at the table of our mother's heart and dine with your father. Enter our home. Cecilia sat down at the table.
1: The heart led the grace prayer, glorifying God.
2: Here we are, Father. Finally, here. At the table made especially for your dear daughter to dine at home with you, the great creator and father of all. We give you thanks. The heart paused in prayerful solemnity. You, Cecilia, are the special pearl of love in our family. Not a house guest, but rather dearest daughter and sister. Cecilia
1: whispered.
0: My God and my all.
1: She lowered her head. Her body began to shrink in shyness. The heart spoke again
2: interiorly to her to her own understanding come be not afraid but rather take me to your lips and grant me the kiss of your soul it must not be any kiss my sister but rather that sacred kiss that only comes from your soul for that is where the father gave you the means to accept me from the very beginning of your own creation, that is where your kiss will be sincere and true, where you and my mother have prepared you to be pure and immaculate, where you allowed your heart to be made empty and then filled with the graces I have given to you through our mother as you ventured here, for the pure of heart shall see God.
1: Cecilia rose out of her chair and kneeled both in worship and to reach out with her soul's kiss. She whispered in a peaceful ecstasy. Oh, my heart. She gently placed her lips to the heart of thorn and flame. The heart's flames licked about her face, purifying her tongue like that of Ezekiel of old. Its light bore vision to what was previously unseen in the dim light of the world's sun and the weakness of human thought. Her eyes were given the sparkle and depth of her beloveds. She tasted something like a tea cake, but so much better. Her soul's kiss had opened the door to her own soul. The juicy tea cake, which was the flaming thorny heart, slid swiftly into the secret, sacred, central chamber of her soul. There it found the throne room, especially made and prepared for him. In that place, she crowned Christ King. They laughed and cried together. Mystically, she could feel his pains and sorrows, but also his strength and joys. They gloried and worshiped the Father, united as one in their love, for God is love. They dined together at his table, joined by her parents, sisters, brothers, and all sorts of relations and friends. They all drank from the Father's cup. No matter where their further adventures would lead, they were family. It was never time to depart, just to bloom. Our family has been so thankful to be able to share today's story with you. St. Augustine famously said of God, my heart is restless until i rest in you i think something similar goes for christ his heart is restless until he rests within you and overflows you with life beyond your possible imaginings we do not share a faith of rules and exacting rituals but rather a life his spirit that supersedes and transforms all relationships laws and human fabrication in the eucharist he reaches down into the depths of our heart traversing a much greater distance in his humility than we can ever hope to achieve in our grandest worship or our furthest escape let us pray dearest father you are our love and in this your passionate being you reveal the limitlessness of your greatness which is found in your humility the humility of becoming a child the humility of dining with those who are undesirable the humility of the cross the humility of the Eucharist how supremely powerful is your desire to reside in our souls and our condition in perfect intimacy you allowed the love for your son to become an unfathomable love for us Jesus our Lord you give us our only true nourishment miraculous incredulous so that we may be your own and you ours. May we always recognize and receive you with full openness and willingness to allow your divine heart to inflame ours with yours. Dissolve our pride, our worldly attachments, our prejudices and judgments. Dissolve these enemies of our heart through your most tender wooing in the Eucharistic Meal of your Son. Amen. From our family to yours, may your hearts bloom today in Christ's kiss.